Welcome to the Who Asked Me podcast, a podcast about whatever I want it to be about. I'm your host, Zell, and every week I'll be talking to you about pop culture, reality TV, all the things in your life that made you happy, and some of them that even made you go, what? So sit back, relax, and have a laugh with me. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Who Asked Me podcast. Y'all already know I am your host, Zell. Now, let's let's go ahead and get into a few things first things first solo episode again let's just go ahead and say we're gonna have solo episodes till the end of this year till 2024 and then we will start having guests again the holiday is coming up it's just it's a lot going on for everybody i and you know y'all know what i'm dealing with okay speaking of what i'm dealing with let's just go ahead and get into this update if you follow me on social you already know but we did get our stuff when I tell y'all, this past, last week, this past week, was the most hectic week of my life. I was like, wow, 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 wow. I started my new job. I am, I'm back in restaurants in, in the service industry, I should say. And y'all, I'm I'm not going to lie. If you have been with me on a journey, like on this journey for a while, you know, like when I left the restaurant industry last year, I was just completely like done. I was like, I don't really care to ever work in another bar or restaurant again. But I, without like saying too much about where I work and everything like that, an opportunity presented itself. I said, hmm, I knew the company. I was like, this might, this might be something. I did the interview process obviously months ago, got the, found out I got the job. Um, and I wasn't starting until obviously last week when we got back and I started and I, one will say I'm, I'm like, wow, I love this shit. I love, I do. I love working in the, sur- I, I'm trying to figure out how I want to say this because I don't like serving. Okay bartending fine I, I don't care but I love I'm I'm trying to like give y'all a little bit without, without giving y'all too much so what I will say is I'm it's a new venue and we are opening it and it's from scratch right and that is what I love I love opening venues any bar or restaurant that I've ever been a part of even from serving bartending managing I love the process of opening a restaurant like the beginning stages and then like doing the opens, the soft opens, the, you know, grand opening, seeing it come to life. It's like one of the most rewarding things. So I am, you know, I got an opportunity to work with a company that I knew is very well respected and, you know, things like that. And last week, while it was a lot, I worked more than I have worked in a while and, you know, those longer hours, the, you know, here, there, being here, there, and everywhere, I just love it. So, I am cautiously optimistic because, again, y'all know my my history with the service industry, but it felt really good. But, obviously, I was just, like, behind on all the shows. Hell, I was behind on TikTok. Hello, this podcast is late. Hello. You know what I mean? But we finally got our stuff on Friday, and that was probably the biggest work day I had. Like, I did not have time for foolishness that day. They showed up at eight o'clock on the dot. Um, and what I will say is it went as smoothly as it could, right? Uh, they came, they were like, okay, you owe us the rest of the $2,026. I knew that they were going to ask me for that. Um, and what I did last time, and I talked to the guy, I gave him, we sent it via Zelle, right? He took $1,000 one day because the limit on Zelle is $1,000. He took $1,000 one day and then he took the rest the next day. So I was like, yeah, I already sent you the $1,000 this morning. He was like, no, I need the rest uh, before I take anything off the truck. I was like, we did that, did it that way the last time. And I was like, you know that Zelle only allows to like $1,000 a day. And you said I could pay it in Zelle. And he was like, but before I take anything off this truck, like I need the remainder of the payment. So I was like, fuck it. I like use my, I use my Zelle account. Then I use my husband's Zelle account. But again, only allows a thousand dollars a day. Tell me why this motherfucker was like, what about the $26? I said, I just paid you $2,000 when I shouldn't have paid you anything. 
I shouldn't pay you anything for this. I said, you're really going to stress me about 26 fucking dollars right now when you just got 2000 He goes, okay, never mind. I, I know you fucking lying. Too much playing. And I know some of y'all may be like, girl, what is the name of this moving company? <sighs> Without further ado, now that I have all my stuff, everything is accounted for. Nothing, I will say nothing was broken. Um... And yeah, nothing was broken to the extent of like bit more than like being bent out of shape. I'll say that. Um, the name of this moving company is Great American Van Lines. Now, now I'm gonna tell y'all because I know some of y'all are already opening Google as you are listening to me speak right now. The Google reviews are fucking terrible. And I, as I told y'all, we got to this moving company because through my mom, because they, with her discounts and everything, the Google reviews were not looked at before money was put down and reservations were made. I know, I know, I know. Cause y'all gonna be like, Zell, you, you're smart. We know you're smart. What the fuck? I just, Great American Van Lines, trust me, I already have my review typed up i need to proofread it and hit send on their asses okay but that was moving company it was a fucking disaster i'm happy that it's done but now now the hard part or not the hard part is just unpacking all of this stuff so but just last week with work and then getting our stuff i still i have some stuff unpacked but it's just so half ass and y'all already know what I'm about to say. Thank God I had my magic mind. Okay. I had it on the back end when I was packing everything up and I actually did in order and ended up getting more because I knew I was going to need it to unpack these boxes and just to deal with everything, you know, work related, moving related. So y'all should already know the deal, but magic mind is one of the world's first productivity drinks. And when I tell you it helps with production nine times, 10 times out of 10. Okay. If you are not productive on magic mind, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You got to be fight. You fight more than temptation. Okay. You fight in productivity, but it uses all natural ingredients like matcha. Okay. In which I'm, I'm a matcha girly through and through. And the taste, I could not be more impressed with. A lot of times with the energy drinks and the energy shots, you know, it may may give you the jolt, but the taste isn't there. I love Magic Mind, and I'm so thankful to have them through this process. Um, and you already know, if you want to try them out for yourselves, you can go to magicmind.com backslash who asked, and you can get a discount using my code who asked 20. And you can save a little bit of money and get some productivity yourself. You also can drink it along with your coffee in the morning, which I love. I will say I'm trying to cut back on my coffee intake because I just, I love the taste of coffee. I really do. And I, I feel like I need that taste in my, like in my mind, I need the taste of coffee more than I actually need coffee. So what I have been doing with my magic mind is I have been drinking it by itself instead of drinking my magic mind and then having my coffee. And when I say I'm not missing out on any extra energy or anything like that, I mean it. So Again, if y'all want to try out Magic Mind for yourselves, make sure to go to magicmind.com backslash who asked and type in who asked 20 and save yourself some money. Now, I have some topics that I want to get into with y'all before we get to the shows. First things first, can I tell y'all my new obsession? Y'all are going to be like, girl, what the fuck does this have to do with anything? But just listen to me. I wound up on rug cleaning TikTok Oh my God, y'all, y'all go to click, go to TikTok and type in rug cleaning. When I say it is some of the most satisfying video footage to watch, I truly mean it. They clean these rugs that just are, I don't know if they, you know, 
picked them up from like estate sales. They're unbelievably dirty. I will say that. They're unbelievably dirty. And they like pressure wash them. They shampoo them. They buff them. They squeegee them. And it's just so satisfying to watch. It like it does calm my anxiety a little bit. Now, paired with whatever you like to partake in, you know, a glass of wine, a little edible, a little smoky smoke, okay? They're even more satisfying. Just to lay in bed and watch at night. I just, I, I'm obsessed with them, okay? I have to tell y'all. And then the other side of TikTok I ended up on, which I don't know how, is North Sea TikTok. Does anybody else end up on this side of TikTok? I'm confusion. The North Sea um, is like a deadly sea, choppy waters, no place I want to be. Y'all know how I feel about open water in the first place. I can't swim, okay? Y'all know I'm not getting on cruise ships. I'm, mm-mm. Mm-mm. I want to get off of it. I want to get off of it. I think I told TikTok, don't show me anything like this anymore. And it continues to show me stuff. So I need to know what the, what, what, what's, what's the goal here? Why do you, why do they keep putting me on, on North Sea Talk? And then I saw the one with the, the, the swirly in the middle. I, too much. Y'all know what I say about humans in the ocean. We don't belong. We do not belong out there. We need to leave the ocean and its creatures alone. And to leave the ocean and creatures alone. And it has told us that multiple goddamn times we don't fucking listen. Anywho's um, and that's just something I just wanted to get off my chest. Kim and Cora at it again. Y'all, Kim and Croy are at it again. Now, we got new footage from Fulton County police uh, body cams. I don't know if that's the actual police, but... We got new uh, body cam footage and it's honestly, it's sad. At this point, it is very fucking sad. First things first, all, all of y'all that are like, oh, Croy, Kim really drove him crazy. I think they drove each other crazy first of all. And, and I don't, I, I'm not saying that Kim is innocent. Like we know how wig is, right? She is a liar. She done spent up all the damn money. But what I will say also is Croy wasn't, she wasn't spending money. And Croy was like, no, let's go to Aldi. That's not what he was doing. So let's, let's not act like that, right? Croy was spending the money right along with her. Because every time I see Croy on a red carpet or every time I have seen him on a red carpet, he is not without a beat. He is not without a beat by Angela. Okay. Or a beat by Brie. He is definitely not pulling up the YouTube videos and the words of Raymonte, right? So this latest footage shows Croy being like, why are you here to officers? And to be honest, Croy was getting real hostile and aggressive with officers. And he got a lot more words than I feel like any person of color would have, but we won't, we know how it works. Okay. And, but one of the things I was like, oh, this man is stressed. He was like, our life, our life not funny it's not funny he was like this everything's a lie there's no money we can't get divorced i'm sorry i'm sorry but the one thing that i was like oh he's lost it the police officer or he asked the police officer, he goes who called you and he goes your kid and he goes what kid sir what what kid one of the fucking 25 you have with her what do you mean what kid one of your children called the police dumbass oh god i was like boy what the hell you could not deny them babies yours because most of them look like you poor things anyways let me not talk about nobody sorry 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 anyways and then it just goes on and on. Like he is like the uh, him and the officer. One of the officers actually got into it, went back and forth. And honestly, officer Loki ate him up. And I was like, that's right. Put him in his place because he was getting all types of attitudes. Right. Then they had a video of Kim um, in a car and like, she was like in the car and she was like really disheveled and crying. And she was like, I can't do this. She's talking about a hair appointment at one point. I don't fucking know. I don't know. But it was really sad. I think they said Brielle might have been the one to call. And this may be an unpopular opinion. I feel really badly for Brielle. I actually feel bad for all the kids, obviously, to have to witness this. I just, I feel like it is just turmoil. And 
and Instagram live packages going out at that house. But I feel bad for all the kids, but I especially do feel bad for Brielle because even though I don't agree with a lot of shit that Brielle says and does, to see your mom go through things like this and be of an age where you actually do fully understand what's going on, like, it, the young kids, you know, they may not, they know that, you know, there's stress and there's, you know, you know, bad things kind of happening within the home and between their parents. But like for her to see her mom go through this, uh, go through this with Croy and to have a full grasp and understanding of what's going on in the adult issues, it's really sad. I don't think you have to like Kim or Brielle or any of them to feel bad for what Brielle is watching. You know what I mean? No, I did see I I don't I don't know where Ariana is. I guess she went to college. She don't live in the state of Georgia no more from what I understand. And people are like speculating that maybe she left and she does like she doesn't want to be around any of it. I don't know. I don't follow them on the day to day. So I I could not even begin to tell you. Um but I I do feel badly for Brielle for having to watch this. And for having to, to, I mean, that's your mom, you know what I mean? And I do think that Brielle follows suit with a lot of things that Croy or Croy Kim does, but I just, it's, it kind of hurts me for her, you know? So yeah, I'll leave that there. I did just make a joke the other day asking who's D Brielle would have to no I said who who does Brielle have to blow to get a Dunkin Donuts by my house and I just want to know okay but her mama would want to make that joke put it out there so there's that okay next up um when I comprise is it comprised yeah it's comprised composed when I got the list of topics that we are going to talk about together okay for this podcast Jonathan Majors had it has not been found um guilty yet but today the day i'm recording this he was he was found guilty on two out of the four um count of domestic violence that he was being charged with um and i'm not shocked right we've we've seen the evidence we've seen the footage and we haven't even seen everything that the courts have seen so there's that a lot of people on the internet are saying a lot of interesting things as they do when these types of cases happen. And it's just, you know, really showing that the brains are not, the sense is not there for a lot of people, right? A lot of the incels are like, he was running away from her. You, now I will say this, what you see in the media is that video of him running from her. Um, <laughs> the before... Before you see him running, before you see him getting his force gump on, he was engaging in not okay behavior, right? The things he's, the very things he was just found guilty of. Now, I don't know what this means for Megan, Coretta, Scott King, good herself in their relationship. I hope she has some sense, but who the fuck knows? Who the fuck knows what's going on with her, right? I, I don't know. But after he was found guilty, he was dropped from Marvel. And again, the incels, the incels are sitting there like, oh, but Ezra Miller still has a job. First things first, I want to say Ezra Miller does deserve to be fired. Absolutely. The fact that they are not fired yet is bollocks to me. Nuts. Mad bruv. But Ezra Miller... Ezra Ezra Miller oh my god Ezra Miller Ezra Miller works for DC and if you're not grasping the concept I'm gonna put this analogy to you like this same way I put it on Twitter if you work for McDonald's and you get in trouble at McDonald's don't reference the Burger King rules don't reference the Burger King handbook right DC and Marvel two different company babes two different companies I think I'm getting sick I really hope not. Anyways, two different companies, right? So why why would we be talking about what DC is doing and or not doing when Jonathan works for Marvel? Hello? Mm. 
people just begin on the internet saying anything. Also, there's a recording um, that was released and it is shocking of him talking to the young lady that was his girlfriend. Um, it's shocking to me the amount of people that are like, he's just stating his boundaries. What? Men can't state their boundaries? Are you dense or are you dumb? Or is it that you just don't want him to be guilty of that? Like, what? what's going on? What's going on in the noggin? To a simpleton, to somebody with no sense in their brain, I, yeah, I, I guess it sounds like he's stating his boundaries i'm using air quotes there um but somebody with sense they know that it was manipulation it was it was all the things okay all of the things he mentions that he wants to get to a point in their relationship where her friends know because it was an argument over like her coming home drunk with her friends right and I want to be clear. Couples can absolutely have discussions about, okay, I think you go out too much. And I, you know, I don't want riffraff back in my home when I'm trying to sleep. That's totally fair. He says, I want to get to the point where your friends, if you invite them back to the house, they know he's got this and this going on. Let's not. You, what? What? Are you, are you well? That just sounds ridiculous. If my friend expected me to know her man's schedule, I would laugh in her face. I don't even, I barely know my own man's schedule. I'm just kidding. I know his schedule, obviously. But like, that's enough. I don't need to know anybody else's man's schedule. And if my girl invite me over to her house and I want to go, I'm going to go. And if you start acting nuts, then pff, baby, we're going to take care of you. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm going to say, girl, let's go. You come with me. You come back to me at my man's house. But neither here nor there. It's just ridiculous. I hope... I hope he goes somewhere and sit down in the words of my mom. I hope that he goes somewhere and sit down. I hope Megan Michelle Obama good does what's best for her. All right. That that's what I want is for her to do what's best for her. The other thing I needed to get into y'all Lupita and Pacey are together. Pictures emerge. Lupita and Joshua Jackson are together. Now, y'all, if you follow me on socials, I think I talked about it on there. I don't think I talked about it on this podcast. When the little picture first came out of them sitting next to each other at the concert, I said, no. I said, nar. Actually, I didn't say no. I said, nar. I was just not believing it. I don't know why I thought that Lupita and Jody were friends. But I guess it turned out after doing some internet searching, I guess Lupita and Jody Loki got a little beef, a little, a little tenderloin, if you will. No, I, I, I don't know what's what. I couldn't get in find exactly what happened, but apparently there's something there between them. Um, I'm gonna be honest. I, I don't care. I, sure, love that, love that for everybody involved. I guess. All I will say is I am praying to God and yes I'm going to use one of my precious prayers to ask that whatever happens between Lupita and Joshua Jackson that Lupita is not in a position where she is proposing marriage to that man the same way Jody did because two of my sisters Asking that man for his hand in marriage will just, oh, 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 it won't sit right with me. It already doesn't sit right with me when, when men or when women ask men to marry them. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I can't do it. I cannot do it. Take my feminist card. Take it away. I will not, something I can't get behind, right? But I, if two of my sisters are proposing to Pacey, I just, I won't know what to do. I'll be beside myself. I'll be beside myself. I really will. Okay. <sighs> Let's get into the Vanderpump Rules trailer. Okay. So Vanderpump Rules season 11 trailer dropped last week and it looked good. It did. Um, I'm going to just give y'all my thoughts off jump. I think that the audience is probably about to turn on Ariana. I really do because people are weird. Um, and I think this is actually going to be Ariana's last season. 
which I'm totally fine with. I y'all know I love 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 me some Ariana. Um, and I think that I as much as I love Ariana and I love watching her on Vanderpump Rules. There was a while there for like two ish seasons that I was like, okay, what what are we doing? Like, what what's the goal here, Mama? You know what I mean? Just because and when Tom tried to be like, oh, she said she would leave the show and she said she would this, she would that. Yeah, baby, because she didn't want to be there. And I always kind of sensed that from Ariana. Like she I she is she's a smart girl, right? And I could tell that she's probably thinking like, what's next? What are we gonna what's my next steps? Like this show is not gonna last forever. Like I could that's just what I could pick up on. So I wouldn't be surprised if this is her last season. She did just get booked to um, be Roxy Hart on Broadway. Love that for her. And, you know, I don't think she needs it. I really don't think she needs it. Right? Um, Now, I will say, I can't promise y'all I'm going to continue to watch Vanderpump Rules if my girly leaves. Because what I'm going to say for Sheena, Lala, anybody, ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis. Ain't nobody coming to see you, Lauren from Utah. I'm sorry. That clip of her saying like, I've never seen somebody getting broken up with or get cheated on and turn into God. I don't know the science behind why everybody like, you know, not science behind like why Scandaval was as huge as it was. I think because unlike Kristen and Sandoval, Ariana and Sandoval were together for damn near a decade. Like we, I don't, at first and I mean at the beginning of the relationship I don't think any of us really expected them to be together as long as they were but they were right and I'm just gonna be very honest I think that it hit the way it did because at least for me because I'm a person that loves Ariana but actually cannot stand Sandoval I I could not stand Sandoval like he is annoying embarrassing I sometimes would look at him and be like why does my girl want to be with him I'm talking about my girl like I know Ariana I don't know her like that but I just I was just like and she is the only reason I would like kind of be like oh yeah Tom like see Tom's side on things and I don't know I can only speak for me but I do feel like a lot of us probably felt the same it's like, yo, we actually haven't liked you for a long time, brother. And then <laughs> the only reason we had to like you, you just cheated on, deceived, right? So there's that. That's just my two cents on it. Um, When it comes to, I swear to God, I think I'm getting sick. I hate this. Um, When it comes to the Lala of it all, she says that clip was taken out of context, so we'll just have to wait and see. However, Lala has been making her little comments here and there talking about why did nobody feel bad for me? I wasn't the perfect victim. When she says, I don't really know if Lala is aware of how like, I don't want to say weird that sounds, but like she, she almost makes it sound like to me, like Ariana aligned herself to be the perfect victim and she didn't. She just found out that she got cheated on. Um, And I don't think it really has anything to do with being the perfect victim. I think it has everything to do with the fact that Ariana really don't bother nobody on this show, right? Lala, on the other hand, we listen to you um, say things like we role played casting couch, her and Rand. Um, Oh, yeah. Pop that pussy for daddy, baby. Oh, yeah. Do you want to get along or do you want to get popped? right? Oh, I gave a BJ for a PJ. I'm not with a married man, blah, blah, blah. It has everything to do with the fact that Randall was very much so married when they started fooling around. I'm just be so honest. That's what it has to do with you. You fooled around with a married man. And then that man, when he became your man, fooled around on you. I don't deny that Randall is disgusting. I don't deny that Randall, you know, has deep the secrets and things discussing things in his closet um like where the bones are buried or whatever the saying is I just and I don't think that Lala deserves to go through anything but like girl 
you was online arguing with the mother of his children and his ex-wife about her kids. About her kids. Sir, you wasn't exactly like just sitting there chilling and then all of a sudden, like, you know what I mean? I'm just like, girl, be for fucking real. You're deeply annoying and deeply unserious. Speaking of unserious, Sheena. Sheena, baby girl. Oh, God. I said this. I've said this before. You guys have heard me say it. I'll say it again. If Sheena, and Lala for that matter, would have just, like, eased up off of it, I really don't think that people would be on them as much. Apparently, Sheena and Schwartz have like built a little bit of a friendship, which I find weird because remember last season before we even knew about Scandaval, before we knew about any of that shit and the first episode, I think, of that last season 10 and Lauren was going in on Schwartz for going to play pickleball with Randall and she had told us that she had held a godfather meeting on the roof of Sheena's apartment and was like, you're either with me. Or you're against me because I'm preparing for the fight of my life. Do y'all remember that? And now you want to be friends with Schwartz? That's suspicious. And I hope Katie cuss you out. I really do. I'm sorry. Like Lala just does too much. I saw this interview and it was like, who turns it on the most for cameras? And Ariana was like, Lala, like, and she didn't say it in a shady way. She was just like, she's like really good at what she does. And Lala is. Lala makes great TV. She makes great sayings to put on hoodies. But is she necessarily being her true self? Is Lauren, are we getting the real Lauren from Utah? I don't think so. Because I've never had somebody from Utah ask me if I want to get popped. How much popping are they doing over there in Utah? Popping a Book of Mormon. Popping that puss for Joseph. Uh, What's his name? What's that man's name? Brigham Young University. BYU. Okay, no, seriously. Be for fucking real, right? But, I mean, all in all, I don't, I didn't, that's about it that I saw that I cared about I don't care about Schwartz's story um Sandoval's story I could care less about seeing that Joe lady I don't she's spooky in the words of Katie like I just she I saw enough of her on social media to know that she got on my nerves right I'm gonna give it a chance but y'all let's just not be shocked if this is the last this is the last of Vanderpump rules Okay, let's get into some shows. Let's start with Potomac. Y'all know I'm doing my Potomac deep dive and I'm I'm, I have so much to say and it's so hard for me to not and just to wait until I'm all the way done because like when you start doing deep dives and watching things back, hindsight is twenty twenty, obviously, right? So you just see this lead up to things and like even stuff that I was seeing in season three of Potomac is kind of like coincides and relates to what we're seeing now with like Robin um, especially in kind of Candace. But when it comes to Robin and Candace, I've said this before, I will say it again. I think that they there is hurt on both sides. However, I think Candace absolutely has... I, you know what? I, actually, I'm going to do this. I do think that both of them have a right to be hurt. I do think that I can say, even though I'm not the biggest Robin Dixon fan, if I knew in my heart of hearts that I did not like set anybody up I didn't plan to you know throw anybody under the bus and they but you know for my benefit to keep my story concealed and I made I felt like I made that clear to them and then I saw all the talking that they were doing online yes I I would absolutely be hesitant and feel some type of way however I I also think that I would probably have one more good conversation right? I also think that Candace has a right to be fucking pissed. Not that, it's not that Candace, and I feel like something that's missed a lot is that when people want to defend Robin, I don't think Candace is pissed that Robin didn't tell them. If, if this was just a situation where Robin simply did not say anything about Juan in the cheating, and Chris was not maligned, and there was none of that Chris storyline, I don't think Robin, or sorry, Candace would be mad at all. 
It's the fact that her husband, a rumor about her husband or her family got thrown into the mix by Robin's best friend, Jizzy, to try and save face. Now, y'all, I really am getting to a point to where I can barely stand to watch Giselle Bryant any longer. It is so deeply unserious of her to sit there and say, for the safety of my family, the things that Candace said last year, I got death threats. First and foremost, Candace was not, and I'm mixing the last two episodes together, just so we're clear. Candace was not the reason that Giselle was called a colorist. We've been calling Giselle a colorist for a very long time. We really have. Okay. I remember when Potomac first came on before um, a vast majority of people actually watched it. Um, it was called the Light Skin Franchise. Y'all can act like you don't remember that if you want to. You, you can. Feel free. Um, but it was called the Light Skin Franchise. So, And in my rewatch, Giselle makes comments about, you know, oh, my grandma told me not to stand in the sun. And a lot of our grandmothers told us not to stand in the sun. But at the end of the day, Giselle, I think that colorism is embedded in Giselle's, like, I don't want to say DNA, but, like, I think it's just she's from New Orleans. She's from New No, Texas. New Orleans? No, it's from New Orleans. Um, it's from New Orleans. I have family that's from Louisiana. They have said things like that to me. It's it's just something that is alive and well down there. It's things that are said when we brought up when we are brought up. And at a certain point, you either you know lean it. You either go one of two ways. You s- repeat those things and you you know become exactly what your elders taught you, or you lean the other way and you unlearn some shit. Giselle has obviously gone to the way of not I don't want to say repeating it but she she does I think she does um I think she I've y'all know how I feel about Giselle I think she was you know probably grandmama's favorite um with her light skin and light eyes and I just think that it is incredibly stupid and dense for Giselle to act as if Candace what it's because of Candace that you know she was labeled a colorist and got death threats first and for fucking most I y'all know how I feel about folks threatening, you know, going into people's DMs of these shows that we watch. Like, it's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. We don't know these people. We just watch them and comment on them and everything. But it's just so I can't believe it. She's saying, oh, Candace's excuse is that she gets death threats too. Candace did. The things people say to Candace about Candace, about Wendy online and everything like that were happening way longer and way more than Giselle. But what I want to say is at what point do these reality TV stars, not just Giselle, stop using the excuse of I got death threats to avoid being accountable to their coworkers' faces? I'm just saying like, I don't think the death threats are okay. I don't think any threats and, you know, the mean messages are okay. But that doesn't mean that what you did to your coworker, to your quote unquote friend is okay just because other people don't have good sense in their brain. Right? It's just, it's just one of those things that I'm just like, okay, so we're going to go this route. And Giselle's not the first housewife to do it. She won't be the last, right? It's just, it's just excuses after excuses after excuses. I ain't got nothing else for Wendy and NECA. Them producers play too much trying to create a story there. It's very annoying. And then some of y'all just with your hate towards Wendy is just, again, annoying. The The way they be splicing that those clips up, I'm like, that's not what was said about that. Okay, like, what are you talking about? What, do you, what, are, we, what are we doing here? Um, and as far as Juan Dixon going off on Robin, boy, oh boy boy oh boy Uh, it's hard to watch it really is because he's not nice and Robin will say and do anything to try and like please that man including swallowing now let me touch on this because how is this how I find out that a lot of fo- let me let me put a little warning on here before we get to where we're going if you listen to this with your children around without headphones 
I would suggest you either stop it or put some headphones in, babes, immediately, immediately, right? I'm going to give you a minute to do that. Okay, anyways, um, the swallowing conversation. First of all, I'm disturbed. I'm disturbed by Ashley motherfucking Darby. What do you mean you wait until he goes to sleep? You let your tongue marinate it. Bleh! Oh my God. Oh my good fucking God. Ain't no motherfucking way. Ain't no motherfucking way. Um, I was also disturbed by, disturbed by Candace who said she'd rather get peed on than swallow. What? Like, what? What are you talking about? You would rep. Just swallow. I'm sorry. Y'all, just fucking swallow. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. Let me not put too much of my business out there. My husband be like, girl, what the fuck? Um, it's been a, my days of doing that from beginning to end are <laughs> you know i don't want to say they're long gone but they're not they're not in the they're not close okay i'm i'm not quite you know doing that all all of that all, y'all get what i'm saying okay <laughs> y'all get what i'm fucking saying but if and when i do i'm just good i'm like swallow it Okay, I'm like, grow up. I'm just, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't mean grow up. I, everybody has their preferences. But like, I don't, <laughs> I didn't realize that like, that was such a taboo thing. I thought just like, everybody was like, I thought it was like, okay, yeah, just like, if that happens in your mouth, just swallow it. Why would I spit it out? Because then it's like, like I gotta run to the bathroom unless you have a pail near unless you like nar but again I stay I my days are doing that from start to finish like we gonna we gonna start doing something else before that happens I'm just saying I'm just saying I'm just saying let me end it there because Charlie gonna come in here and look at me like stop (laughs) oh my god Beverly Hills y'all first of all I guess Kyle shared something from like an Instagram therapist. I, the lady could be a real therapist. I don't fucking know, but I know she got an Instagram account where she be typing like little inspirational quotes and shit. And Kyle shared it, and you know it was about her friend, um, Lorraine, Lorraine. And you know, unfortunately, trigger warning. Lorraine took her own life, and again, I know firsthand how like that. It's shocking. It's there's not there's nothing you cannot wrap your hand your head around that ever, you know, about how shocking it is. And I completely understand Kyle wanting to make the changes in her life because of that. So I I don't fault Kyle for the not drinking. I don't fault Kyle for, you know, the you know, the working out, anything like that. My personal thing is that is a separate instance from talking about her marriage and asking her the questions that she absolutely has partaken in and asking other people now a lot of people want to say like she answered she said straight up that there are problems in her marriage yes she did say that and there are going to be follow-up questions people are going to have follow-up questions just like she has had follow-up questions for people she really has so kyle thought that if she came on the show and she just kind of said this hasn't been our easiest year that that would suffice and she would kind of fly under the radar and i don't think that that's fair i don't think that that's fair at fucking all because again kyle has absolutely had follow-up questions for people kyle has absolutely held people's feet to the fire so yes she said this hasn't been our easiest year but she absolutely tried to downplay it she absolutely tried to downplay it. And had she just said this hasn't been our easiest year and not been doing all the carrying ons with Morgan Wade, that that would be different. That would be completely different. We got to factor in the whole Morgan Wade of it all, okay? Which I don't fucking know what's going on with her and that lady. I don't give a fuck. I don't, I don't give a fuck. Um, what I do give a fuck about is that she 
has Anne Marie doing her little dirty work when it comes to Sutton and trying to make Sutton look like a liar about her medical condition. Now, y'all know if there's a medical topic to be talked about on in the Housewife universe that Dr. Tiffany Moon is going to clock in. And that she did. That she did. She said Anne Marie straight right then and there. But I want to say something. Anne Marie said, I'm not a doctor. I'm a nurse esthetician. She said that. I had to rewind it. Now, no one's arguing with me. I just like to fact check and, you know, cite my sources. But she said, I'm not a doctor. I'm a nurse esthetician on the show. So why she was trying to weaponize that nursing degree is beyond me. <sighs> beyond me. But she looked foolish. She looked real foolish. Not only look like that, but sitting there telling us, um, my husband said he married me because I'm an 8.5 out of everything. Please be for fucking serious. Now, I see a couple of the pick me's in the comments talking about, um, some of y'all just want your husbands to lie to you. Da, 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 da. I'm going to tell you this right here, right here, right now. I'm a 10 for me. I'm a 10 for me. I'm not comparing myself to anybody else. Me, myself, for the standard of Zell, I'm a fucking 10, right? But the thing that really shook me even more than like the, like eight, getting called an 8.5, like out of looks, I don't know, was she was like, she was like 8.5 and everything, you know, personality, da, da, da. Personality? Bitch. My personality... My personality going to shine before my looks do. I'm going to be honest. If I'm having a rough day, this personality is on a fucking 20. What are you talking about? No way. No matter which way you try and turn, turn to Anne-Marie, it's not, it's not cute. It's not cute. And I would just say, if we told men that they were 8.5s, that they weren't, they weren't a 10 in anything, they were just 8.5s, they would fall out. They would fall the fuck out. I feel like if she told her husband he's an 8.5, he would he would be beside himself. I, I feel that in my spirit. I really do. Right? But Anne-Marie came on this show dedicated to looking foolish as hell. So I'm going to let her do just fucking that. Um, Salt Lake City. All I want to say about Salt Lake is... I don't know what is going on with Heather. Y'all know that I felt like I was like kind of back in my Heather Gay fan era and I'm I'm back out. I'm I'm back out. She's got this attitude that's coming out and like now I'm starting to see, you know when Mary was like, "Oh, she's got like she's judgmental like a true Mormon." And like a lot of the uh, and a couple of the other women would say that too, like she's judgy McJudgerson. Um, I'm starting to see that. I'm starting to see that. When she was getting mad about, you know, the whole... I, now, I don't think Monica should have asked, like, oh, is your daughter having sex? Because I don't think that conversation is one that's appropriate for television, right? I do think that if it were just them, just the gal pals, and they were friends like that... And Monica was like, oh my God, girl, like my oldest is getting into that age, like da da da. And I'm scared. I need to have to talk with her. Like, how did you handle that with your oldest? Is she sexually active? Because, you know, like we're Mormons. That would be different, but there are cameras here. The whole world is watching. I wouldn't have answered that question either. But that's all Heather could have said to her. And then why she was on the phone with her daughter talking about, I got into it with Monica. You didn't get into a Monica over that. Not not when she at the point when she had told her daughter, she just said like, oh, I'm not answering that, which is fine, right? It's totally fine. Um, but even with her getting into it with Whitney and everything, like, girl, what what what's going on? What's going on? I need to know. I don't know. And everybody's talking about Monica faked her things about her family being there or blah, 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 made her put up all these text messages from production about going to meet them and da, 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 da. What I'm about to be tired of is anything Monica's saying has to be proven to be fact, right? 
So why does she have to produce these text messages from production? I don't care about Paul from production. And that's not his name. I'm just being funny naming him production Paul. But you know what I'm saying. Like, it's just so fucking annoying at this point. Like, we can't just enjoy the goddamn show because people just are so busy trying to hate on Monica. Sorry, trying to hate Monica, I should say. Right? I think she's great for the show. I'm going to say it to him blue in the face. They were to pick them fucking cameras back up and film with that lady. Oh. Um, in Miami, I know I haven't mentioned Miami in a minute, um, but I will say, I know I kind of felt like Miami was maybe quote unquote weird. I know I said that and maybe a little off and it's not that I think it's off. It's just Miami is a constant. Miami is a fucking constant like I don't have to worry about Miami because the girlies are going to show up and they're going to do their job Larsa is going to be fucking delusional as all hell while she sit there and tell Gertie Gertie said you sent me flowers you said this you text me blah blah I, I would like an apology to my face about telling people that I had cancer most sane people would be like oh okay of course I'm so sorry Gertie Larsa was like, no, I'm not doing that. What? What? It's unfucking real. And I'm not going to lie to y'all. Lisa Hawkstein kind of getting on my nerves. Lisa is pushing it. She, she really, really is. I love me some Kiki. Kiki was telling her the truth. Marisol was trying to tell her the truth. People are trying to be they're trying to be friends they're trying to be helpful to her and she don't want to listen now with that being said I get it because Lisa doesn't have anybody else she doesn't have any other family and I understand her being extremely scared that her um she's she's gonna lose everything like even her kids I completely understand that but talking about Lenny like using a piece of toilet paper and like just we need to monitor the Lenny talk we need to monitor it. Let's let's say that. It's just ugh. Lisa and Larsa. Ugh. I'm sorry. They getting on my damn nerves. But I will say I kinda I'm enjoying Marisol. I'm kinda enjoying Marisol. What I'm not enjoying is Julia and Adriana kicking it with her ex and taking everything he says about Marisol as fact. A man trying to make a woman that he dealt with sound crazy. Shocker. Really? Groundbreaking. I don't like it. And I, if somebody was talking to Adriana's ex, oh, she would flip out. She would flip out. And I, I feel like it, it would be believable if we, we heard that Adriana was a little, you know, off her rocker, but neither here nor there i just think that we don't need to be bringing exes into it and to julia talking about i've gone to lunch with him multiple times what girl i to cuss you the fuck out you and martina get the tongue lashings anyways we're gonna go ahead and end it there yeah we're gonna go ahead and end it there um y'all already know go ahead and leave me a little rating review if you want to find me on socials you know where to find me at tiktok who asks zell instagram who asked me podcast of course if you want to magic mind go to magicmind.com backslash who asked code who asked tony i'll also put that in the description box for y'all to make it easier but i will talk to y'all next week <laughs>